Marvellous. Yeah. Know what we're talking about? Uh, no, of course I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> but why change the habit of a lifetime? Exactly. <laughs> uh, welcome everyone to episode 48. 48 of the Mid-Faith Crisis podcast. My name is Nick Page and I'm joined today by the lovely Joe Davis. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How, lovely How are you? Is. I'm very well indeed, thanks. Yeah. Hasn't it been hot? It's been warm and we've even had a storm now. So Yes, but it's been both warm and moist. It has, it has been warm and moist. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's so funny because normally when, when it pours with rain, it, you know, everyone's running around and mm. pulling their coats up over their heads and everyone was just sort of strutting around down here in the yes. pouring rain like whoa this is good <laughs> standing enjoying it yeah, it's a, really a return funny. to the typical british summer um, yeah yeah it's been very warm so uh, uh how, how what have you been doing well a couple of things i mean there's been some good cinema there's been some great mamma mia too have you seen um, it no oh that is just a joyful thing <laughs> it is a it is a thing of great joy in a world full of trouble it's a great tonic <laughs> and uh, we went to the party in the park which is not like the big Hyde Park one with all the latest top acts like we used to go to when we lived in London no this is the kind of tribute acts and they, <laughs> they, more radio do it once a year than the more, little steam on, more radio it's called more radio splendid <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. It was really, really good. I know I sound sad, but there was this Robbie Williams tribute act who was like, I mean, he is like the top tribute acts, to be fair. And then, <laughs> and then they had this. The top act. tribute act. That is, yeah, exactly. I'm not like the lower division. No, exactly. Acts. Well, the lower. No, I'm like the very top they of my the, tribute They are at the top. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and they had the ABBA uh, <laughs> tribute act as well. And it was just very good. Do you know what was great about it? Mm, was No. Well, it, it was... Going home? No, it, no. <laughs> it was very pleasing because it's this great celebration of all that's wonderful about Worthing. Yes, it's second rate enough, but it's joyful <laughs> and, and sort of... And like there's young people and old people and people mm. our age, you know, behaving disgracefully and kids running around and people with learning difficulties and disabled people. And they all come together and they're all just determined to have a great time. No one cares it's not the real artists. It's no. like we are here to have fun. You take, you know, your chairs and your picnics and your rugs and everything. And uh, it's just uh, glorious fun. So we went Fantastic. there with our family and it was good. And there was something very kingdom about that, I thought. Really? I guess. Well, just just the, the variety in the ages and everyone there and singing their hearts out mm. and uh, everyone, you know, accepted. It's it's mm. just a beautiful thing for me. It's a picture. And I, I, I kind of think that's how sung worship should probably, should or could be <laughs> in church. You know, like yeah. an absolute, you know, diverse group of people across the spectrum of the you know demographic of the local community, but they come together and having a great time. There's something very mm. beautiful about it. There they are. That's my church yes. experience. And we are all of us uh, Jesus tribute acts. Basically. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well <laughs> put. Thank you. Anyway, how are you? I'm uh, I'm I'm on good form. Thank you. Are yeah, you? I'm all right. Good. Yeah. 
Not yeah, too feel, busy feel now. Good. I'd be a bit tired because I had a very socialising weekend. You know, a lot of people, a lot of guests. And, oh, uh, that's a not big like wedding, you. lovely wedding in the village, and yeah. And I, after a while, I just want to go and hide in a cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> not like you. I can't deal with all these people. <laughs> so no, it was lovely, but it was really nice. But you know, <laughs> after a while, you get exhausted by socialising, don't you? Well, it, it it can be exhausting. It can mm, be. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, welcome back. But it, it's good. But, uh, thank you. Yeah. Where have I been? I don't know. You've just been busy and you yeah. know you've settled yeah. back down after your. Yes, day. I suppose I have. No, anyway, should nice we get into should we get into the show? Shall we? Because it's good. This yeah. has all the potential to be a long show. Otherwise, good. Okay. Well, not a lot of correspondence this time, but we had a nice email from Richard, and you may remember we answered his email last time about how do you know God is love, and uh, well, it turns wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. We answered an email. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, we do that. <laughs> Do we? we do that? Yes. So this is why. Really? Listen- really? Yes. Do we? Listeners, okay. write in to joe at midfaithcrisis.org. We'd love to okay. answer your questions. We try we to really answer would. your emails. Yes. Anyway, the point anyway. is, he's an evangelist for the podcast. So thank Ooh, you, Richard. He's pod, getting other pod people. Podvangelist. He is a podvangelist, and we encourage others who like the show to be podvangelists. Please do. Everybody, seriously, at least three other people this week. We're power mad. <laughs> We are <laughs> drunk on power. We have dreams of reaching 20 listeners. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Richard. And thank you to Dawn, who wrote a very lovely email to us. Yes, well. I know you I won't know, let me read nice. it out. I want it's, to No, because it. it's, it's, it's very nice and it's saying uh, very nice things about us, and I, I'll dis- dissolve in a kind of fit of Englishness if you read it out. So, no, you will. we're not here to praise ourselves. We're not that here is to praise so ourselves, unfair. Joe. No. But it's not, we're not praising ourselves. I mean, we, you and I both know how completely useless we are, but this is someone saying really nice things. I know, but we don't need to share that with the listener. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Thanks, Dawn. <laughs> Thank you, and Dawn. we really did love watching you go into the English Sea. Oh, yes, that was oh, very how... funny. A Californian or whatever, going <laughs> <Yeah>. into... <laughs> For the first time. <laughs> going into the, the, the Bristol the North... Channel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was a anyway. shock. Anyway, uh, thanks, yes. Dawn. I'm sorry yeah. I didn't read your letter out on there, but there we are. Anyway, Roxana wrote in, and this is the perhaps one of the most uh, disturbing emails of all. She says, uh, "Who is Ethel? Who is Ethel? Who is sad Ethel? old person." Mm, well, the thing is, thank you, Roxana. Um, Ethel is a unique uh, child of God, and um, well, mm. I think she is. <laughs> I might want uh, biological proof of that, but um, she, uh, I, I did send her. So I sent her a little uh, missive and asked her that very question. Uh, so I've here's a little. I had an email back saying who with the t- subject title who is Ethel Saddle person, All right? And she says this. Uh, Thank you for your inquiry. The complete testimony of my life can be found in my autobiography, surprised by Ethel, the story of the heavenly woman, published by <laughs> Shine the Light Upper Ramsbottom. I think Shine the Light is the publishers. I think. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, and and apparently you can get this signed and fully blessed copies are available for only fourteen ninety nine plus postage and packaging. However, she says very briefly, I can tell you that I was raised in the Brighton Brethren. They're like the Plymouth Brethren, only a lot more liberal. And I soon realised that church, that particular church, was walking the path of error. So I left that church and cast the dust from my feet. For a while, I was a Trappist charismatic. We basically <laughs> worshipped in mime. But that too, it was revealed to me, was a snare of popery. After that, I joined the strict and particular Baptists, who proved to be not very strict and not at all particular, especially in terms of hygiene. So once again, I walked a different path, trying out another 243 different churches, 
until I finally found my home here in the Stone the Heathen Tabernacle of Grace up a Ramsbottom. We are a small group of the elect. There are only six of us, or strictly speaking, five and three quarter, since Brother Bernard has an artificial leg. We preach the grace and forgiveness of God for all who truly deserve it. Which in Upper Ramsbottom proves to be about five and three quarter people. Yours with mixed blessing, Ethel Sad Old Person, brackets Mrs. So that's Ethel uh, for you, a, a, a woman of God, as she never <laughs> ceases to remind us. Um, and and uh, she raises, interestingly enough, and by complete coincidence, um, the the uh, topic of uh, forgiving people. Yeah, that's so right. right well, at the end there. Exactly. And, and Claire wrote in and asked us uh, to, to talk about forgiveness um, without really sharing uh, any of the story. So uh, that's, yeah, that's where we're landing this week. Thank you, Ethel, as ever, and Claire. Mm, mm. <laughs> but firstly, well, Ethel. <laughs> yeah. So forgiveness, we're going we're gonna to sort of just chat about that. Um, perhaps the most, um, I think it's perhaps the most characteristically Christian thing in a way that we do, apart from... Um, Lifting up holy legs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, there's because there's so much about it in the uh, the New Testament, the Bible, mm. uh, about forgiving, and it seems to be absolutely core. I mean, not that other religions don't do it, but but Christianity yeah. it just seems to be absolutely a core practice of Christianity that was based on the very principle of um, sort of forgiveness. And yeah. I must admit, I might in my kind of other line of work that I do with with Open Doors, um, you just meet these remarkable examples of it. Yeah, sure. Uh, astonishing examples yeah. of people who forgive. And I think uh, I remember doing a a video some time back. Um, well, I've met I met a lot of people, but doing a video some time back about uh, pastors in Nigeria. These are pastors whose whose daughters have been kidnapped by um, Boko Haram extremists, m- Muslim extremists. And um, and one of them said, I wrote it down. I got it written down here. One of them said this. Um, the Bible is telling the truth. The Bible has comforted me in many ways in many things because it's taught me that you should not revenge what bad things somebody does to you. Mm. Forgive others as God forgives you. This is what the Bible is teaching. Whenever I remember these verses, I used to say, OK, this is what our Creator has said. We have to forgive one another. And we pray for Boko Haram that God will touch their hearts, open their minds and wow. eyes. That's just amazing, isn't Wow-y. it? It's just uh, incredible. Yeah. Um, so you see yeah. these examples, and then I suppose for myself, I feel bad because I struggle yeah. to forgive people who who have hurt me in far less less ways than than that. Yeah, well, we we do get irritated with each other, and of course you do because we're humans and we're different. But like you, you say, don't, you don't get irritated with me though, do you? <laughs> like only occasionally. <laughs> really? Well, normally only once a day. And bearing in mind, I don't even see you once a day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just the sheer memory of it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but there's, we we talk a good game of forgiveness, don't yeah, we, in yeah. the church? But I, I wonder you, how deep that goes. So you have had that fake forgive that thing where you have where Christians call you up and say, "In in love, brother." Well, you've I bet you've had this loads actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it a lot. Where, where they say, in in love, brother. I just want to you know say this to you, and you think, "Oh no, what's coming?" Yeah, and, that's right. You know, it's not so much you get stabbed in the back, you get macheted in the front as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. And not it, just it, once, but repeatedly. No, no that's it. Don't <laughs> you? People, people forgive you and then remind you all the time of how much they've forgiven you in subsequent conversations. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Is sure I do the same kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, 
it's uh, so I think it, it's, it's it, yeah. you know there can be a lot of that awful kind of um, yeah stuff. That- and it's a good thing to talk about because there, there does seem to be a lot of misunderstanding around what um, forgiveness is and what it isn't. And I wondered whether it was helpful just to say a few things about what it isn't. Well, how would you? Well, would you well, for example, it's not condoning what someone yeah. has done to you. I mean, yeah. I think oftentimes we can think, oh, if I forgive them, that, that's sort of saying it's all right. No, it's not all right. What they mm. said was terrible, or what they did was terrible and awful. I think the other thing to say is it's not... Forgiveness can't be dependent upon waiting them to admit or confess or apologise. No. For what they, and that's no. a really difficult one, isn't it? Because that day may never come. Yeah. So if you hang on to... If you hang on to her waiting for someone to admit they're wrong, you're giving a lot of power away, yeah, potentially yeah. for the rest of your life, aren't you? Because you're, they're stealing you, they're robbing you of joy. Because you're... I, and don't you think often the thing is that, I mean, in my experience, I, I remember being, you know, I was uh, bullied at school, really. And uh, not in a terrible way, but, you know, just in a way mm. that, that was fairly sort of routine, mm. mundane, mm. But horrible. And, um, I carried that with me for years, and of course, it occurred yeah. to me really when I was thinking about it that everybody else would have forgotten it. You know, yeah. like, it's, just, yeah. it's no good waiting for these people to ask for forgiveness because they, <laughs> yeah. they've probably forgotten who I am probably, and yeah. and and forgotten they ever did it, and probably viewed it in a very different yeah. way. So you can't wait for people yes. to do exactly. that. No, exactly, exactly right. And I think the other thing is it's not eliminating the consequences no. of, of her or, or, or even preventing justice. So, for example, you might need to forgive someone but still call the police. And, you know, they may need to go to jail in, in worst-case scenarios. They may have to face the consequences mm. of you even, even in the act of confronting them with forgiveness in a way. But, mm. you know, forgiveness doesn't stand in the way of consequences, no, forgiveness no, is an attitude of heart. Yeah, and forgiving is not forgetting. You know, it's, it's sometimes it's remembering and it's establishing mm. boundaries. And it's and mm. again, it's it's these myths we have: forgive and forget. And sometimes someone uses that to repeatedly come back at you. You know, or just forgive and forget, so I can do it again. The, the thing about yeah, forgive and forget, you don't actually deal with it very much. This is how I think. You know, in churches, when things go wrong, they they, they get the you know, and, and there is forgiveness there, but they just want to move on. People want to move on yeah. very quickly. And actually the yeah. church or, or people don't learn from that. Unless yeah. you reflect on it, you never learn yeah. and you're, it'll likely keep, keep happening again. So, you know, right. I don't know about the forgive and forget thing. I, I used to hear this phrase about how God has, you know, forgotten your sin. Do you ever hear that? You know, oh, yeah. Forgiven yeah, yeah, yeah he's completely forgotten it. And I was mm. thinking, well, gosh, he's going to be perpetually surprised then when I keep doing it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's going to come back again. I don't think that's the case. I think it's, like you say, it's consequences. There are consequences, there are effects. And you've got to actually reflect reflect yeah. on that. Yeah. Really. Yeah, exactly right. It's not even necessarily reconciliation. I mean, it depends, doesn't it? I mean, if you and I have a big Barney and a falling out, which is, you know, a normal day at the office, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, we we can be reconciled because, you know, there's enough relationship there and we would hopefully both want to. But sometimes it, it, it does take... Well, it always takes two people to be reconciled. And if one party wants to be reconciled and the other doesn't, then, you know, forgiveness is not always reconciliation in those circumstances. No. Sometimes forget, forgiveness is forgiveness and never seeing another person again. 
and that in a way that makes it very hard doesn't it when i think mm. about these um yeah. uh you know my uh, experiences uh, with these kids who bullied me when i was younger you know i think what what i had to realize was that i'm never going to see them again really yeah uh, and if i do i'm yeah. going to thump them is that right I think that's acceptable <laughs> No, you haven't. I'm not sure you have. I really grasped. No, okay. Perhaps I need to work on it a little bit more. No, you know, most of these people you're not going to see again. But they kind of. It's it's strange, isn't it, how those characters can have a big sort of hold in your mind. Absolutely. I actually, and I remember it was funny. This topic um, brings back so many memories because I actually wrote about it in a book many uh, years ago. A book I wrote called Blue. I loved that book. You and my mother, and that was it, I think. No, you're joking. Um, that was a great book because no, it wasn't well, too long. <laughs> and it, it sold about seven copies. And I it think. wasn't on the Reformation. <laughs> no, but it was. <laughs> no, but it was. But no, I wrote it about it, and I, I wrote about, it, and this was back in '99, I think. I wrote that book. You know, it's a long time ago, and and I was still dealing with it then. And um, but the, but what I found was uh, that actually. You know, it, it, the the lack of forgiveness was was not hurting them at all, but it was hurting me. Yeah, don't you know, right. it, forgiveness I think is is um, liberating, but it's liberating mm. for us. Exactly. You know, it yeah. can be liberating for the other person it, if they feel really guilty, and and you need to clear the yeah. air on that. But quite often, it's us who are really in. Fault. Exactly. You think you think you're setting them free, but you're setting yourself free. Yes. Absolutely yeah. right. Absolutely right. Okay, so let's just say someone's listening to this, and let's mm. face it, there's a pretty high chance of this being the case in one of our 20 listeners. They've listened to this. They've been hurt badly mm. by someone. Mm. They they hear all the talk. They go to church. They hear lots of talk on forgiveness. Maybe they've got an idea of what it isn't, but what is forgiveness? How do they go about it? What's it about? You know, How do we launch into some helpful thinking mm. about that now? Well, um, let me go back to that that thing. I, I mean, I'd be interested mm. in your experiences about yeah. this. Well, I say interested. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I want to pass over it. them quickly. I wouldn't want to overplay it. I'll be you know, <laughs> marginally diverted by them. But I, I think um, I, with me that I couldn't. So I couldn't with those people who'd hurt me way back. Obviously, I couldn't. I don't know where they were. I can't even. To be honest, I can't remember their names. You know, but I. Mm. I used to. What I discovered way back when, when I wrote Blue, was that I the the one thing that I that helped was for me to pray for them. Wow. To actually pray that they would have a really good day. I didn't feel like forgiving no. them. No. I didn't feel like you know. I don't think anybody. Do you think people just suddenly? I don't think people suddenly sort of feel like forgiving. Do they? Um, no. I, I think it's sometimes more enjoyable to fantasise about harm coming to yes, someone. Yes, about a piano no. suddenly falling on them or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Horrible. Um, yeah. And I, but I just learned that actually, I thought to myself, if I pray for them, if I pray that God will really bless them, that they have a really good day, yeah. that, they, that, they have, that they feel love, that they, they understand who they are, I, that's something that I can do, that I don't have to... Yeah. I don't have to invest my emotion in it in a way. I can just pray it because it's a good discipline to pray. But I think it's also quite hard to hate people when you're giving them a gift, which yeah. is essentially what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah. it begins to chip away at the old wounds, I think, if you can yeah. sort of do that discipline of praying something good for somebody who's who 
you, you might not want something good to happen to them, but you can discipline yourself to do that. That's, I mean, I, I think that's amazing. And it's quite advanced stage. And how long does it take from an offence taking place, do you think, until you're in a position to go, oh, I want to pray for their good, even though... Um, Hurting. Well, I think the the thing about that is, and I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't actually, to be honest, I wouldn't be dare, dare to be prescriptive about other people because I, I don't know, you know, the depths of your hurts or whatever. Mm. And, um, but I do think the thing about that is it's something you can do through gritted teeth. It's something mm. you can do even when what, you don't you can feel pray, like pray it. Pray for them yeah. through gritted teeth. Just pray. I just pray they'll have a great day. Mm. You know, okay. or whatever. And. And I just, they don't need to be in the room. They don't need to be with you. I don't know. I may, may not work for other people, but for me, that's yeah. a kind of really, yeah. I've, yeah. in over the years, I've found that a really yeah. good and helpful discipline to, to do that, really. Yeah, that is good. One of, one of the things I found helpful, I mean, I won't go into great detail. And, you know, my hurts are probably so minor in comparison to other people's, but I remember one particular occasion of extreme pain. I won't go into it, but I think a question eventually dawns on you, which is, what does not forgiving them mean for me? Mm. Mm. So, so that 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 reframes the whole thing. Okay, so so now I've got a quite a good story. In fact, it's quite a good story to lead with. Hey. You never believe how hurt I was by this mm. person. I mm. can I can start relating to you by saying, "Hey, guess what? This person did this to me. Did they do that to you? Yes, they did do that to me. Can you believe they did that to me? No, I can't believe they did." <laughs> and and we start relating, and I sort of my identity assumes that of sort of victim. Mm. And you know, the hard done by is that something I really want? It kind of worked in the short term, but I'm not sure that's really what I wanted for the long term. I'm not sure that's really how I wanted to play it. To get out and fan my hurt in front of people actually felt <laughs> felt good for a little while. I, th- I stole that phrase from you. I remember a talk did you did you? on forgiveness once. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, you said you we get out and fan our hurts. Yeah. yeah I yes, quite like that phrase. Display <laughs> it. Yeah. Flip it open. Yeah, and and it sort of does feel good for a while, but but what what is that actually doing to your soul? And what is that doing to your joy? And what is it? And perpetuating this kind of, I've been wronged and they've damaged me and they've hurt me. Hmm. And I, I'm i not sure that's that's the, well, I, I certainly got to a point where I thought, this isn't the vision I had for myself. I, you know, hmm. I never want to be this kind of person. And also... I think so. So that's plank one. And I think there's a number of sort of key strategies involved here. Plank two is, yeah, do I want to be the kind of person who holds on to her or do I want to give up? Do I want to give power to this person to be stealing my joy? And for how long are they allowed to do that? How long do I keep rehearsing it? How long do I keep going on? And how long do I move on? You know, when when do I move on and actually start experiencing a bit of joy again? in my mm. life and I don't think you can do it straight away well it depends and, doesn't it I mean because I wouldn't want anyone to think that we're offering you know quick fixes no. or glib solutions um, I wrote this can I can I read something yeah. from Blue if I can find you it can, Hang on, oh yeah it. I wrote this um, 
Time, it is said, is a great healer. I'm not sure if that's the case. I think time is more like an interior decorator. Over the years, the decorator puts more and more paper over the cracks, but beneath all the paint, paint the cracks are still there. One tiny tremor and the paper peels away, the paint falls off and the cracks are on display again, yeah. as fresh and obvious as ever. Those injuries will come back to me, but that doesn't mean that I should dwell on them or strip the paper away myself. The thoughts will arise, let them go. Brilliant. And I think that's, I think that's mm. how I kind of figure... These, these pains are going to be there. You know, that idea that, that yeah. they will just go away, because I don't think yeah. they do. But no, I some, think some don't, yeah. There are layers and layers, and, and, and the point is not to pick away at it ourselves, yeah. I think, if we can avoid that, really. Yeah, and, 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 and perhaps that's one of the key things. I mean, we've talked a lot about, you know, being present, mindfulness and mm. what it means that, that christ is in the present moment and we could do a whole whole session on the eucharist one of these days and, and what that means but but definitely one of the things that forgiveness aids is the ability to live in the present moment again mm. because mm. forgiveness keeps uh, unforgiveness keeps you in the past it does yes and therefore yeah. how you know i how much can you experience the blessing and love and peace of christ while you're constantly rehearsing the pain of the past. I think yes. it's difficult. Yeah. yeah, it's very difficult. You can't really walk forward yeah. into the future if you're always looking back over your shoulder, can you? That's yeah, the whole point. exactly. You're going to hit something. So um, I think yeah. that's, a, that's a really good point. I think the yeah. other thing that I would want to say about forgiveness and, and, and the discipline of forgiving, in a way, is that it's, it's tremendously important for this world, it seems to me. Oh, it, yeah. It, you know, oh, know. because we, we live in a world that's full of the, the myth mm. of... Um, redemptive violence, yeah. as the Quakers call it. Yeah. The myth that yeah. somehow everything yeah. can be solved by shooting the other person. Yeah. You know, and all yeah. our. I wonder sometimes, do you wonder what films would look like if. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, if the end of it, Bruce Willis. Die suddenly, hard. Yeah. yeah, die hard. <laughs> yeah, at the end of it, he's got the bloke in his sights. He goes, oh, that's okay, I forgive you. <laughs> there, there were riots in the cinema. You don't want that. You want some no. kind of cathartic shot oh, being I know. fired. I um, know. Our culture doesn't do forgiveness, it seems. No. We're tolerant but unforgiving, you know, that's kind of thing. We do. That's an interesting phrase. Say more about that. Well, we, you know, we for, we say, oh, we, you know, we're we're tolerant. <laughs> you can do what you like, and then when you go overboard, but well, that's it. You're tarred for for life, and you will be forever yeah. labelled with that. Yeah. Politicians yeah. who right. fiddle yeah. their expenses will be forever labelled with that, whether yeah. or not they've moved on. No. You know, people who've uh, committed a crime will be forever labelled yeah. with it. We, we 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 want them to live with that humiliation for the rest of, yeah. rest of their life. And it seems to me that mercy and yeah. forgiveness is absolutely countercultural. Yeah. We, we live in a world I think that's desperate for mercy, but doesn't know how to forgive. Mm. It doesn't right. know how to do it. And no, and who's going to show them if not us? Yeah, exactly. And and you know you've got to be really careful how you say this because I really agree with the statement you made right back about the beginning about this does seem to be the heart of the gospel, forgiveness oh. and and certainly you know I don't I don't want to say we you know we've all heard those sermons we should forgive because God's forgiven us and you know we've lived under the condemnation of the we must do this for the Bible tells us so and and yet it we can't but. If we were to view Jesus as this like inspirational model for us to emulate mm. and to see see how Jesus takes violence out of circulation, brings an end to revenge, brings an end to escalating violence and wars of words mm. by saying, Father, forgive them. And instead of returning it, absorbing it on a cross, that mm. that inspires me. It doesn't preach at me. It doesn't make me feel guilty. It doesn't. It doesn't tell me, oh, I suppose I better do it because Jesus told me to do it. It just inspires me. 
yes, uh, yes. to live to, uh, this fully human life that Jesus exemplifies yes. for us. I yes. guess so. And it shows people that's exactly right. And it shows people just as Jesus did. It shows people what God is like. You know, and I think that gives people hope. People yeah. want to know that there is this kind of forgiveness available. Yeah. That there is a potential exactly. to start again. Yeah. That, that you don't have to be defined yeah. by your your mistakes of the past absolutely um, and, like, and like i say it, it doesn't mean being a doormat it doesn't mean no. oh now i'm a christian and now i'm following jesus i've got to allow people to do whatever they like to me and i got and i think a lot of us have somehow absorbed that message from our churches no sometimes forgiveness looks like setting really clear boundaries around something because someone is you know they're toxic to you they're just going to set you off again yeah. and again and yeah. they're going to limit your growth and they're going to hinder your growth and your freedom in Christ and your your quantity of joy and your quality of life. So you've got to set learn forgiveness for them looks like, yeah, letting go of it, but setting really clear boundaries for the future. Mm. And I think that's something Christians often aren't particularly good at. Yeah, not just Christians, actually. I think a lot of people have no, problems no. with that kind of thing no, because yeah. particularly within families, you can keep carrying on. There's a, a member of the family who keeps on you know, manipulating, abusing, yeah. doing whatever, yeah. you know, all this stuff. Um, and and people feel I've got to keep doing this because it's he's, he, he or mm. she is family. Um, yeah. No, you kind of do need to be sensible about that. Yeah, exactly. I think we should uh, leave people alone now. Um, yeah, so exactly. What? Wondering. Oh, can I say one I mean, last thing? Can I yeah, just say no, one no, last no. thing? Well, yeah, just something I hear a lot is that people say, oh, uh, you know, I'm so angry with the church. And, you know, like this amorphous blob that we call church, I'm angry with them. Uh, important thing to say, you're angry with people. Yes. Yeah. And so be specific. Who are you angry with? Which people are mm. you angry with? You, you know, you may have had a terrible experience at church, but you can't say, well, that's all the church's fault. You know, well, what specific people? I just think it's quite helpful in our mind. Sometimes we just carry all this stuff around. We don't even define it. And that's going to hinder letting go of it. That's going to hinder mm. forgiving. I think I think mm. it's time. So some practical steps. Is that where you were taking us? Yes, Sorry. I think we should. Uh, well, I've already talked about the praying a blessing yeah. on people, which I yeah, think is, okay. a, is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, that's really good. And, um, you know, well, I personally find that helpful. You know, yeah, your yeah. mileage may vary. Yes, what, do you, okay. what else could people do, do you think? Well, for one, I think when I carry a lot of stuff in my head, you know, when, when things are just circling round and round and round and keep coming out in different ways, journal it, write it down everything and, and 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 this can be the most explicit document you've ever written in your life if you, if you want to write words that are not normally you know associated with christian formation write them down exactly how do you feel exactly what did this person do what exactly is it kind of get it out of your head and put it in paper and then come back to it and make sure what you've written has really got it so that you know you have adequately expressed the full nature of the hurt. Mm. If you're very, very angry at this moment in time, you need to express that anger. Writing it down could be, could be part of that. I think telling someone you trust and confidence is a, is another important yeah, step. Really maybe a counsellor, yeah. maybe a professional. Yeah. Again, it depends entirely what it is. Not telling the whole world, not broadcasting it to everyone, not putting it on Facebook and Twitter. I would suggest. Yes. Um, <laughs> but that. Uh, yeah. Now I think I th the uh, using somebody else as well, somebody trusted, because sometimes it's 
Yeah. It's really hard. We we need somebody to accompany us on this journey. Yeah, I think you so. know, and and somebody will also validate in a sense. Will say to us, yeah, you know, you I can see why you mm. might feel that mm. because but sometimes there... we end up going, oh, is it just us? Is it yeah, just me? But... am I mad? Is yeah, it, am I am I stupid to feel but this? Really, angry? someone who's going to help you on that journey to to um, yeah. at least inching towards this forgiveness thing. I, to be a non-judgmental presence, to yeah, hear indeed, it absolutely. and to allow it. Yeah. And that in itself, I think, is so healing. I think that that can bring you to a place where you go, you know what, I don't want to carry this yeah. anymore. Again, it's not so much setting the other person free, it's setting you free. Mm. The other thing is, well, there's there's a couple of books I'd recommend. There's a step-by-step guide. It's called um, How to Forgive. Gosh. And that's by John Monborquet, uh, spelt Monborquet. We'll put it on the website. Yeah, I, and that, that's a really good book. And the other book that um, is really helpful is Don't Forgive Too Soon. And that's by the Lynn family. And again, we'll put, we'll put a link up. But these, these, these are really good books because we, you would think we would know how to forgive. But again, little silly misunderstandings. They're easy, easy to forgive. But when, when something is deeper... A process needs to happen. A real step-by-step, uh, you, you know, kind of guide needs to <laughs> needs mm. to happen. And and I think I would highly recommend those books and mm. Wise Counsel. And mm. and the other thing to say is, you know, in twenty-five years of pastoral ministry, and I don't know how many years of pastoral ministry you. I mean, you've you've been leading churches and doing all sorts of things as, I as well not. as your other churches. No, have you not. have. You've, the church you've been a never leader let, in the church. never let me near pastoral ministry, quite rightly <laughs> no. so, because I would slap <laughs> people and shout, pull yourself together. But we are by no <laughs> means experts in this field. And I, and I think this is, you know, I imagine there are people who listen to this podcast who have forgiven and there are people who are hurting and it would be really would be special if you want to write in in an anonymous way just let me know but to tell us what has helped you what has enabled you Mm. to forgive and what's it been like what's the experience of that been like for you because in my life with the hurt that I've dealt with it, it it has felt like a massive weight coming off my shoulders a real release I thought I was setting someone else free but I was setting me free how's it been for you and we'd love to hear from you we really would Hmm. a final thought has just occurred to me as well that when you were talking about talking to somebody else Hmm. I think one of the hardest people to forgive is ourselves sometimes oh yeah and you know no so maybe we could uh, touch on that in in a future episode but I think for me Absolutely. You know, sharing with somebody else, sharing with a trusted group of friends or a small group or people, you know, what you're like, be honest about who you are and that kind of thing is, that's redemptive as well. That's kind of, they they show you the love and forgiveness of God and, and help you to deal with, you know, your own sense Absolutely. of um, guilt. And no, um, matter, and no matter how you feel, whether you feel guilty, whether you feel hurt, whether you feel unworthy, th- th- don't forget the truth of your identity is you are a beloved child of the oh, divine oh. in whom the spirit of Christ dwells. And nothing changes that. This is your emotional life we're talking about, but nothing yeah. changes the core of your identity. Great. We need to... Uh... Wrap up. Forgive us for going on too long. Yeah, that wasn't a very funny episode. No, it was quite heavy, wasn't it? No, wasn't it? I know. Uh, I might have to edit some laughter in at the end. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Do that. Shall I do that? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, please write into us. We'd love to hear from you and thanks for listening.